It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And welcome back to Decal Download with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. I'm Rich Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. Well, with 700 employees all across Georgia traveling between cities to visit childcare programs and meet with community partners and advocates, our Decal team has stockpiled some great information about the best places to eat in Georgia. And since the last time we did this was season one, episode 10, we thought it was about time we woke up our taste buds and gave you, our faithful listeners, yet another decal download foodie edition. Commissioner, are you ready? I think I'm ready, but I think it's going to be a bad day for me, like nutrition wise. If I hear all of these great suggestions, I'm going to want to door dash at least one of them. I have a feeling. <laughs> so, but yes, this is always great. And I'm definitely not the expert. So I can't wait to hear from these three. Well, we have put together a, another great panel uh, of folks who uh, will admit to being foodies in their own right. And uh, we also have data from an employee survey on the best places to eat in Georgia. We'll be discussing that as we go along today. So joining us to talk about this tasteful topic is Carrie Ashby, Executive Director of the Georgia Foundation for Early Care and Learning. Billy Sutton is a Georgia's pre-K program specialist who survived last week's pre-K week. She serves in Southwest Georgia. She's from Nashville, not the one in Tennessee, but the one in Georgia. And How can you do a foodie edition, ladies and gentlemen, without thinking about Ira Sudman, Chief Legal Officer here at DECAL? Folks, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you, Reg. Thank you. We're ready to roll. This is exciting to begin. We want to lay out our qualifications of our panelists. Let's learn from them about their qualifications. Why would they be on a podcast about best places to eat in Georgia? So Carrie, we'll start with you. Are you a foodie and what makes you think so? Well, you know, I feel like foodies are sometimes, sometimes they get a bad rap. Maybe they're, they're, uh, you know, identified as particular eaters or perhaps folks with really high standards or, um, you know, even food snobs. But I, I'm not a good cook at home. My husband likes to cook, but I really like to eat out. So I love, you know, being here in Atlanta. Um, I love trying all these different foods. I, I just like a good meal. I don't, it does not have to be on white linen tablecloths. I actually <laughs> prefer to go to places with, um, that are very authentic. That's kind of what I yearn for is just a really good atmosphere with good food because I'll eat almost anything. Uh, but I really, really like the atmosphere um, that the restaurant uh, provides, whether it be in South Georgia, near Nashville, uh, where Billy Joe's is, or, you know, right here in Atlanta, um, you know, down by Doss Barbecue for some yeah, one would say. I mean, I love I love that new place down the street from us here at the Capitol. So uh, good food with a great atmosphere. I'm in. There is something good about having people bring you the food. You know, let's <laughs> face it. Some of the other people preparing it, it's so much better. Uh, Serve all day, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Billy Joe, how about you? 
Um, I don't know if I would say I'm a foodie, but I love to travel, especially day trips within Georgia. Um, so anytime I'm with my friends or family, we like to travel and have a new dining experience. Um, we don't like to, you know, eat at the big name brands. We like to try something new, especially those um, mom and pop places. Um, just like Carrie was saying, um, it doesn't have to be something fancy. I just want it to be good and a new experience. I like that. Billy Joe has been with us, by the way, since December of 2020. And to date, she's never left her house. No, I'm just kidding. I know you've actually left your house. <laughs> but tell us briefly about Nashville. Now, you were just saying before we started recording that Nashville is a huge metropolis in South Georgia. Actually, um, I was saying the very opposite. Okay. We have a few traffic lights in town and everybody knows everybody here. <laughs> um, I was not born and raised here. I was born in the neighboring um, town of Adel, A-D-E-L. A lot of people say Adel baby. And um, I married a farmer and we were big rival communities um, in football, in high school football. So um, I could not move the land to Adel, Georgia. So I moved across the river to Nashville, Georgia. And um, it's just a great family friendly farm town. Um, Nashville, Georgia is. What I love about this is this is decal. Uh, to me, 700 employees all across the state, just as much a part of Nashville and Adel as it is Atlanta. And uh, I, I love that. Now, Billy Joe, you may be wondering, because you're fairly new to the department, how could a chief legal officer for a huge state agency <laughs> be a foodie? But if you haven't met Ira Sudman yet, um, I got to tell you, this guy knows his way around for restaurants. Ira, how would you describe yourself? What are your qualifications? Well, um, I don't know, just like uh, Billy Joe and Carrie, uh, I, I don't know what it truly means to be a foodie, <laughs> uh, but I, I guess others, Rich, uh, think I am because everyone comes to me for recommendations, right? And they come back again. So they people seem to uh, enjoy the places that I like to eat at. Um, I, I don't like to eat a specific type of food. I just like to be adventurous, always trying to find new types of food from all different cultures and enjoying food from around the world. Um, I like to expand my horizons. And so when somebody says, hey, what is your best X food? I'll always know an answer to that. Mm -hmm. And that's just because I just want to keep exploring. Well, and I think the strongest thing there is that people come back again. It's when they ask you and you never see them again that you begin to wonder and right. question how, how you're doing. Now, let me ask you this. I've known you for a while. You've gone through a vegetarian stage. And vegan. You've, you've gone vegan. You've been uh, pescatarian. Yes. At one point. Where are we today? Right now, I have put all food groups back into my <laughs> diet. Um, don't know how long that will stay for. I do, like I said, all different foods, all different types. It's just, it's a constant change. I love it's it. It's a constant change. You gotta, you just gotta be in the moment. Just as the weather changes, so do the, uh, the food choices of Iris Sudman. So I, I love that. 
Oh, I, you can always count on Ira for a good recommendation in Atlanta when we're in yeah. the office, or if we happen to ever travel again to a conference, um, you can always count on him on any city in the United States. So um, he's always a good resource. And he will, ta- he will take you to be, I've been to vegan places with him. Vegan's not my thing, but more power to anybody that can handle that lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's start off with, um, I think probably the most important thing, especially here in Georgia, we always lead off with the classic meat and three in Georgia. So Carrie, what, what's your favorite for, um, for meat and three in Georgia? Well, hands down for me, it is Mary Max Tea Room. Um, my dad grew up here in Decatur um, and they would go occasionally to the Fox Theater. And before the Fox Theater on Sunday, they would go to the um, Mary Max Tea Room. And it's interesting because it, it opened its doors in 1945. And literally, I don't think anything's changed except for the size of the restaurant. It's kind of like a, a rambling house, like, you know, the original footprint. And then they just kept adding on dining rooms to the, the main footprint. Um, I think there's like six now, but they do have a few people that have, that have worked there for 45 years. And I think that's just, that's remarkable considering some of the labor issues that we're having today. <laughs> um, that means that that's a great place to work, right? If you can, if, if you hold on to a job in a, in a family atmosphere like that for 45 years, I think that speaks volumes of the, of the place before you even get into how good the food is. You know, I'm all about atmosphere, right? Um, but I will say that they have the best peach cobbler um, that I've, ever tasted. And then they also have sweet tea there. That's just like, it's almost as good as Chick-fil-A's, but they call that their table wine of the South. So, I mean, I like wine too, but for lunch, you know, table wine of the South uh, for some sweet tea. That's pretty good. (laughs) I like that suggestion. I have been there and it is delicious. What about you, Billy Joe? Um, I'm, that's one of my picks as well. Um, when I take my family to the Fox, we're going okay. to visit um, Mary Max Tea Room. But down here in South Georgia, let's go over to a family-owned restaurant as well um, that has fried chicken and fried pork chops, um, along with quail and chitlins and all the vegetables you can think of. The Empire in Adel. It's family-owned um, for generations, and um, they're great people there. Okay, gotta put that on the list if we ever make it down there. And Ira, I don't see you as a meet and three, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. Yeah, um, it's probably not my go-to, <laughs> um, but uh, I do love the iconic um, Busy Bee uh, Cafe in Atlanta. Um, I think uh, they have great meats and vegetables, but their fried chicken is always gonna be my uh, go-to when you go there. Okay, okay. good to know. Well, as Reg mentioned, we did a survey of DECOM employees, and they also gave us several suggestions in Atlanta. And some of these I have never heard of and can't wait to add to the list. Aviva by Camille, Busy Bee, which we've heard about, Eats on Ponce, Gabrielle's and Marietta, Mary Max Tea Room, in the beautiful restaurant in Atlanta. Um, I'm not familiar with that. So that's a great suggestion. I hear it's beautiful. That's all I (laughs) Well, that's what you would expect, right? You don't want to be disappointed. So I might just get on the website to see if it is beautiful. (laughs) Uh, If you're in Augusta, the must stop is Big Mama's Soul Food, Goolsby's and Evans, uh, Middle Georgia, shout outs to S&S Cafeteria in Macon, Farmview Market in Madison, 
And heading to the coast, don't miss Sally Mays in Brooklet, the local on 17 in Richmond Hill, Barbara Jean's on St. Simon's Island, always packed out, or Miss Wilkes in Savannah. Quite uh, a list of places to try for meet and three. Yeah, our folks know. Uh, they, they, they know too. their way around yeah. Georgia. They absolutely do. In addition to the survey, in fact, we interviewed a few decal employees to tell us about some of their favorite restaurants, favorite dishes, and what makes the place special. I'm Barb McQuethy, the Workforce Supports Manager, and I'm here to recommend Porchlight Latin Kitchen in Smyrna, Georgia. And it is a chef-driven restaurant. It's really small. There's maybe maybe 20 tables and then a bar you can sit at. Um, it is mainly Puerto Rican-influenced food. Um, Porchlight came from when he decided to open a restaurant and was trying to come up with something. Evidently, his mother had the porch lights from his grandmother's house, and so those hang in the restaurant. That's kind of where it came from, a big family connection. Um, the chef is Andre Gomez, and he is just amazing. Um, the menu, it's not a very big menu, but it is an excellent menu. We've never had a bad meal there. Um, one of our, one of my favorites is the wine braised short rib, which is just like melting your mouth tender. Um, my husband loves the can can pork chop, which is a huge pork chop. Um, it's not only the chop, but the rib bone that goes all the way around and the bones probably a good 12 to 15 inches long. Um, so you get this huge pork chop. Um, they have great sides that they provide. They've got a full bar. Um, they also do a beer can chicken. You can get a half or a whole. And weeks that I know I'm going to be really busy, I'll order a whole chicken for dinner, bring it home, and then I've got... <laughs> already cooked chicken that I can make into other other meals so it's kind of a, a win-win for me um, but it's just it's small and it's personal and you get excellent service um, unfortunately during COVID they reverted to a carryout well it's not a bad thing but they reverted to a carryout only um, they're still doing that but they've started to gradually open the restaurant just like other restaurants staffing's been an issue um, but they are starting to gradually open the restaurant. The tables are spread apart and they, they time their reservations and that. But since it opened, you've had to have a reservation to get in there. It's just really good and just a wonderful place to go for an evening if you want to find someplace OTP. My name is Ann Honerbaum. I am a pre-K specialist. I am talking about food today because I love food. Uh, my first one is Udipi Cafe. It is on Peachtree Industrial Boulevard in Duluth. They have the most incredible Indian food and it's vegan. The masala dosa, the dosas are, um, they're fermented. So the dough sits overnight before they even make it. It is just, it is incredible every bite. Um, my next one is Carniceria La Perla, which I'm sure I pronounced wrong, please forgive me. Most fantastic street tacos get the cilantro and the onions on it the chorizo is so crispy best grayson highway in lawrenceville uh, one in sandy springs is called the leaven hut that one is also vegan their house curry will make you cry it is the most delicious combination of peanut and coconut noodles and vegetables it's so good uh, that's on hayman drive in sandy springs uh, another one that I just 
oh, we adore the people. We adore the restaurant. It's called Avocado Vegan Cafe and Juice Bar. It's Caribbean. The lentil soup, I could have their lentil soup every single day. It is so good. And the people are just generous and kind. That's on Stage Brit- State Bridge Road now, Peretta. Um, for Thai food, unbelievably fresh, crispy, the perfect combination of cooked with raw vegetable is Dan Thai. Uh, their drunken noodle, you could just take a bath in it. It's so good. It's on Oak Road in Lawrenceville. Um, if you really want country food, just those delectable greens and eat fried okra like popcorn, um, there's it's called Farm View Market, and that's in Madison on the Eaton Road. Um, it is a market, but it also has a restaurant. You can just eat their okra like you're sitting at the movies eating popcorn. Um, sliced is a pizza joint. It's a complete joint. But if you want a crispy salad with handmade ranch dressing and just the perfect slice of pizza, that's in Houston, Georgia on City Square Street. And another Asian one, Bao Zi. These are steamed bao buns with Chinese food inside them. It's a street food on Krogan Street in Warrensville. But if you want a really, really just indulgent treat, their Peking duck fries will send you over the moon. And then my last one is the Love Shack Barbecue Shrimp and Yard Bird in Jekyll Island. You could just sit there and eat their shrimp all day. It's delicious. And those are my favorite restaurants in Georgia. Hi, my name is Sherry Thompson. I'm child care consultant in the complaint unit, and I am recommending Poor Calvin's here in Atlanta, Georgia. It's one of my absolutely favorite restaurants in all of Atlanta. I feel like it is the one of the best kept secret gems. Um, it is a, I would call it Asian cuisine meets Southern comfort food. Um, it has everything from seafood dishes, vegetarian dishes that are Asian inspired, but sometimes have kind of a Southern twist to them. But one of the things that I love the most is dessert. They have a cake there called the suspension cake, which is a combination of red velvet cake and mascarpone covered in like a chocolate glaze. And it is absolutely awesome. My favorite dish there is I'm a pescatarian. I eat primarily a vegetarian diet, but I do have some seafood on occasion and they have a lobster fried rice. That is absolutely amazing. Hi, I'm Rita Lang and I am the CAP Scholarship Administration Director. And I wanted to share with you the tidbit about Rico's World Kitchen. It is located in Buford and it is a um, refurbished tire place car garage and so it is a lovely atmosphere there are only about 10 or 12 tables inside and about another four or five outside so it's very small Um, therefore be prepared to wait if you go but they have a a lovely atmosphere when the weather's nice they pull up the doors on the of the old garage bay and um, they have uh, a lot of specialties that they're known for Um, my favorite is their lupia which is um, a Filipino egg roll, and that's lovely. And then um, they have lots of sandwiches, but every day they have a special that is, um, you know, a little something more uh, hearty. 
but my favorite is um, the Cuban or the Mojo pork um, sandwiches. They have their own homemade um, uh, potato chips, which are yummy. And um, there's not a lot of places in Buford, uh, at least on this, this side of Buford, that serves alcohol. And this does serve beer and wine. So that's a nice change. And um, they also have a sister restaurant in Tequila called the um, Brunch Apothecary. And it's also yummy, but it's just breakfast foods. And we'd like to thank Sherry, Barr, Anne, and Rita for those suggestions. Anne definitely gave us a lot to think about with her suggestions and the varying types of food. However, we can't do a foodie episode in Georgia without bringing up barbecue. Absolutely can't do it. So Billy Joe, we're going to you, Nashville, Georgia. What's the best barbecue? Okay, for us locals, we would go to Valdosta to Woodstack Barbecue. Those burnt ends are just too um, it, Sometimes they sell out, and that's a bummer, but then you can um, graze on some um, fried vegetables with a little spicy ranch dip, and they are great as well. Um, our other go-to would be over in Columbus, Georgia. We like Country's Barbecue on Broad, and that's an atmosphere place, Carrie, where you can sit in a bus um, because it's an old bus station, and you can have some Vidalia onion dip as well. I love, love that. it. I've yeah. never heard of this. I'm writing that down. Me too. <laughs> All right, Ira, best barbecue. All right, barbecue is something I can definitely talk about a little bit more than uh, meat and threes. Um, I always say if you go to a barbecue place and you go in there and it looks a little on the fancier side, please walk out and <laughs> go the other way. Barbecue places should not be fancy. Um, but let me tell you, there's one down in Hapeville, uh, a little south of Georgia, um, that's called Pit Boss Barbecue. It has uh, like these little playing cards on their sign, so you know that you're there. That is your that is the best barbecue place I think in the metro area. Hmm. Um, go down to that Pit Boss Barbecue and get their smoked wings. Whatever else you get, make sure you get their smoked wings. All right. So you're saying linen tablecloths. Turn around, walk right back Turn out. Turn around as quickly as possible <laughs> and tell it to serve something else. Or you could take the linen tablecloth and just tuck it into your shirt. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you're going to get a lot of stuff on you. There's no, there is no nice way of eating barbecue and enjoying it anyway. You got to get messy with this. Carrie, what about you? I love old Clinton barbecue in gray, Georgia. Um, they also have a location in Milledgeville, and I know our listeners at home cannot see this, but I brought their sauce in <laughs> to show you guys. It is the old Clinton barbecue sauce, best in Georgia. It is a vinegar-based um, sauce, and as you can see, you know, it's not the creamy kind. It's very, um, it, you, you pour it on, and it literally, like, dissolves into your sandwich, and you wonder where it went, um, but it's, it's good stuff. Y'all stretch. There's a whole argument about vinegar-based sauces. Uh, you, you can get into a whole world of barbecue. It's fascinating to talk to people about. Our survey showed a, a strong preference for fresh air barbecue in Jackson or Macon. Uh, Fox Brothers Barbecue here in Atlanta. Woodstock Barbecue in Valdosta. I'm sorry, Woodstack Barbecue in Valdosta. 
Billy Joe, are you familiar with that? That's one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. That's the one Wood with the So put that on your list. Uh, they got some love along with uh, Hope You Like It Barbecue. <laughs> I love that name. <laughs> Hope You Like It Barbecue and Market in Statesboro. Hawkeye's Barbecue in Tifton. Daddy Z's in the shadows of the Twin Towers here in Atlanta. And I've got to say, I went with a group of our folks over to Daddy Z's and I was a little concerned uh, upon walking into the place, but oh my gosh, the food was amazing. Barbecue was great. And they have cakes. Uh, They serve pieces of cake the size of your head and um, it's outstanding. Um, So I think we've covered barbecue. The cake is good. You're right, Reg. And they have holes in their booths because they're so worn out. So Ira would approve. It's not fancy, but it is good. It's been a while. Gosh, we need to go back there. All right, you can, you can cake, look in on the people in the next booth. If you want to listen in, you, you, there's a hole in the bench. You can absolutely do. All right. Speaking of cake, and if you all know me at all, you know, I would prefer a sweet over uh, a salty any day. So let's talk about a sweet treats uh, and where we stop for those sweet treats while we're serving Georgia's youngest learners. Uh, there were a lot of popular opinions here. So what we heard from our, our decal folks, Holtz Bakery apparently dominates in Waycross, Douglas, Valdosta, Baxley, and Fitzgerald. Okay, that's we should be able to make a stop there. And St. Germain Bakery and Sublime Donuts were mentioned here in Atlanta. Ira, what is on your list of sweet treats? I think, well, Sublime Donuts is great. Mm-hmm. Um, hearing that one, but to their competitor revolution donuts yeah they are amazing they're here in uh decatur area they are absolutely great and the other one i had to put a second one in there because they're newer in town the yard milkshake um they are if you've never uh heard of them uh, you definitely should try and find them the downtown but you might remember them they were on shark tank Oh. And so they're they're a national uh, chain. Um, they came to Atlanta, and they really are worth the hype and the investment from Shark Tank. All right. Okay. Add that to the list. This is a long list. Okay. Um, Carrie, outside of Costco cakes, what do you got? <laughs> I know I love an eighteen ninety nine Costco too. cake. I do. They're, gosh, they do good. I haven't. We we need to get everybody back in the office so we I can go and get three of those Costco cakes to feed for pre K week and whatnot. But. Um, I hope that they haven't gone up in price. That would just be traumatic. But I, you know how I like to stop on a road trip with you, Commissioner. When we go and visit our pre-K teachers of the year, where we're surprising folks and whatnot and bringing Callie on the road, um, Dickey Farms is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, it's, I think they're like the oldest peach uh, packing house in the state, or at least continuously run. Um, they have the best homemade peach ice cream I mean, hands down, I don't know how you can beat it. And when you just pull off the side of the road and you see their little farm, I mean, it's just, they're constantly working. They're so friendly when you walk in. Um, I'm ready to hit the road and, and, and head back down there. I think we had ice cream at like 9.30 in the morning one time. It, we did. And I was very new to decal at the time. I, I knew that that was going to be a little bit of a risk asking you to, to, to stop. <laughs> it was on the way. We were supporting local business in Georgia mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had to stop we weren't going back that way so 9 30 peach ice cream for breakfast it works for me <laughs> I was wondering what we would do for lunch too like immediately afterwards <laughs> What's <for lunch? laughs> okay Billy J what do you have what's your favorite sweet treat 
Okay, so for me, I have not had sweet anything in a quite a long time, years actually, but my family loves a 16 layer, thin layer chocolate cake from Miss Lisa in Adel. And then we all like to stop at the DeKalb Farmer's Market and see their sweet counter. And while my family's picking out the sweets, I'm looking at the pecan bread so I can come home and make homemade French toast. So, yes. I could, I could, I could go for some of that right about now, couldn't y'all? Is there a way we could make that happen during this podcast? <laughs> that sounds terrific. Um, all right, I'm really getting into iced coffee uh, during this pandemic uh, with sugar-free vanilla and uh, heavy cream, and no classic. So, <laughs> I get the venti. So, we ask about your favorite caffeine. Pick me up. And on the survey, Dancing Goats Coffee Bar in Decatur and Atlanta were mentioned several times, along with Wake Up Coffee on St. Simons and in Brunswick. Uh, Yi Fang Taiwan Fruit Tea in Duluth and Doraville made the list a couple of times, actually. And of course, we also had several people mention Quick Trip, Duncan and mcdonald's carrie what do you think in the caffeine department oh i'm i'm pretty easy i've got a mcdonald's about half a mile from my house so that's my favorite i think they hands that's not my favorite place for breakfast or just food in general but i have been known to stop at mcdonald's to get a cup of coffee and then go next door to the chick-fil-a for breakfast <laughs> and someone is noticing that just make no mistake about it there you're on security camera yep. going over to chick-fil-a my pleasure <laughs> <laughs> all right all right uh billy joe um so i'm not a caffeine person either it's just health related for me so but my friends love some elianos and um if they can't get to a starbucks because like i said we're a small community in south georgia um but if I'm traveling with my family, we're going to stop at a QT because they have everything to drink. And I even have a selection where I can choose my own ice. I like that crushed up cubed ice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We should do ice as a category sometime. <laughs> we should. You know there are opinion on ice. There's definitely opinion on ice. Oh, absolutely. Opinion, yeah. yeah. Ira, what you got on, uh, on caffeine? You don't really drink coffee, do you? Um, from time to time, uh, but yeah. I do agree with you. If you're, if you're going to get coffee, iced coffee is definitely the way to go. Um, and so there is one that's, uh, it's a chain, but there's one right on Memorial drive. Like you can actually walk to it from the office, blue donkey coffee. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, they make a pretty good, uh, iced coffee. So, um, you know, within walking a one minute drive from the office, go pick up a nice coffee. You're ready to go for the afternoon. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I'm ready right now. After okay. we get some of the walnut uh, French toast. Oh yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, also near and dear to my heart are the roadside stands for fresh fruit, ice cream, and boiled peanuts. We heard about several through our survey. Uh, Delilah's chicken sausage stand in Atlanta, Dickie's in Musella for peaches, Ellis Brothers in Vienna for pecans, ice cream, syrups, and candies. Fleming Shortcut Farmer's Market in Midway was called out for the freshest veggies in Georgia in a kitchen that serves the best sandwiches. Okay. Jay Moore Farms in Alto, Mark's Melon Patch in Dawson, and Sasser for seasonal produce. The Icy Girl and Company in Columbus for shaved ice. I do love a shaved ice. Okay. I got to write that one down. 
All right. The team seems pretty plugged in here, but Billy, do you have anything else to add uh, for these roadside stands? Uh, Southern Grace Farms in Enigma, Georgia. They're even smaller than Nashville. They don't have a red light um, <laughs> but, <laughs> or traffic light, but they have a gift shop there. They have um, lots of shopping for um, us adults while the littles can play on the playground. There's cute activities there. They have pick your own. You can take a tour and it's locally on site homegrown vegetables and fruits there. How about you? Have you been to Enigma, Georgia? I have never been to Enigma, Georgia. It's your next stop. It, it sounds like it is. Um, I'm just really big on the local farmer's market in, in the towns. I, that's my go-to. Um, I, I love the Peachtree City farmer's market, the Sonoy farmer's market, and even the ones that are in Noonan. Um, so I would drive a little bit, you know, around the area. Um, if go to a good um, small town and see if they have a farmer's market, more than just the side of the road. Those are, I think the farmer's markets are the ones to stop at and uh, spend some money at. Um, those little towns, um, they're, they're more enjoyable to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Carrie, I know you have suggestions. Well, we've already talked about Dickey Farms. Um, a local one that it doesn't even have a name. It's just, it's a, a man in a pickup truck over by Heritage Christ, Heritage Baptist Church, I believe. I think, yes, Baptist. Um, no, excuse me. It's Morningside Baptist Church, but it's Heritage Preparatory School. And I don't, it's over in Midtown. And he just, he's there in the afternoons with his pickup truck and um, he does tomatoes. Um, but then you've also got places, I know Blue Ridge, Georgia is like blowing up right now. And a lot of the residents are like, keep it simple <laughs> up there. Um but I will say that, is it Mercier, the apple picking? Um, we've, we've done that a few times as a family. Um, and my daughter, she's eight now, but we've been doing that since she was about three. And that's just something we've always enjoyed to do. I'm not sure if they're the best, um, you know, the best roadside place, but they definitely do have lots of cute activities and, and it's family owned and operated. That's always nice when they had the activities tied in with the, you know, whatever it is you're, you're looking for. We went to a pumpkin patch up in Woodstock over the weekend and they had trampolines and a bouncy house and, you know, a tractor to give you on a hayride, put you on a hayride and all that kind of stuff. So those are always great. Um, great suggestions uh, on that. I am so glad this one fell to me. We, we've talked about it generally before, but we actually ask it in this survey Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go where no one has gone before. Best public restrooms in Georgia. Our folks are all over the state. And let's face it, you're looking for a good, clean, safe restroom. And the clear winner here in Warner Robins and now Calhoun was Bucky's. Everybody been to Bucky's? I have. Have Love it. Love it. I was in the one in Alabama, though. Um, that that was just amazing. It's like 160 gas pumps there. Yeah. I had to pull in just to see what it was like. <laughs> Walked inside. Any type of food you wanted and, you know, gourmet uh, um, cakes and things that they had there and their bathrooms were clean. Bucky's is the way to go. I've got to experience this. I've heard so much about it and I feel bad that I've never been to one. So they, they opened a brand new one in Calhoun, which I think oddly enough is the closest one to me. I don't know. That's getting pretty close. Warner Robins, 
Calhoun. But I uh, have to think about it. Chick-fil-A gets high marks for their restaurants. QT. Hey, Publix also got high marks. But here's what I have to do. I'm just one of these people. If I'm going into Publix to use their restroom, I got to buy something. Yeah. I, I, I've just got to buy something. I, if it's a pack of gum or magazines or, uh, you know, I don't know, bottle of mouthwash. I'm going to buy something and then go. Uh, Parker's Convenience Stores in Southeast Georgia uh, came back on the survey. Also, Cracker Barrel, Dillard's in Atlanta. <laughs> That's That might be my favorite, it's Dillard's in Atlanta. Okay. And the Welcome Center in Columbus. Uh, and, now, and, and that says something about our friends in Columbus because not all Welcome Centers you know, with all due respect, have the cleanest restrooms, but that one came back on the survey. So good to know. Uh, Does the panel have anything to add? I know this is a very delicate (laughs) situation to talk about, but anybody have any better restrooms than those? Well, I would have to agree with the survey on the Cracker Barrel. Now, while Bucky's is awesome, Cracker Barrel is everywhere. And you always know you're going to get a clean restroom and you have friendly people there. So that's when you're on a road trip. That's I just everything. Where is the next Cracker Barrel? Mm-hmm. That's you just gauge your trip by the next Cracker Barrel. Um, so that's that's my pick. Okay. Anybody else with thoughts on that? They used to have at the Cracker Barrel after you washed your hands really well. They offered you that goat lotion too with different smells. Mm-hmm. So I could oh. see why people would pick that. Nice. <laughs> um. Okay, I've got one other tip that I'll give on the restroom front. Any of these little uh, Holiday Inns, uh, Embassy Suites, um, they've always got nice restrooms Mm -hmm. and and they don't seem to mind, although my wife gives me a hard time. She said, no, you're worried. You are much more worried about how you look than people are looking at you. If you only knew how little people think about you, (laughs) you would not be so concerned. And I'm always a little guilty about having not stayed there. I don't know anyone there. I always have this backup story that I'm there to meet someone, <laughs> but I do like their restrooms. So yeah, there I, you go. I, that was my tip too. Don't forget about the hotels. Yeah, agree. Those are, those are usually clean and safe as well. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, I mean, eventually we're probably in our travels going to stay at one of these places. Yeah, absolutely. So, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't lose any sleep over that, Rich. We're just doing QC. We're doing quality control. <laughs> That's right. We're checking it out. <laughs> Okay, let's see. One last question, which was not on the survey, but we'll ask for our panel. If you diet is out the window, calories are no concern, which I wish would be my superpower. You owe yourself one amazing meal. Where are you going and for what? Carrie, we'll start with you. Uh, I think I'm going to go to LS Teca on Peachtree Road today. Uh, Maybe (laughs) go pick it up to go bring it back to the office. Uh, Mexican is my forte for for no calories okay all right you can't beat mexican okay billy joe okay so i would probably go to middle georgia and i'd go to the rookery in macon for a nice Uh, juicy johnny jenkins burger with some batter fries and a side of coca-cola ketchup or maybe i would go to madison to the chop house and have their grilled pork chops with um they're called jezebel's pork chops with some um sweet potato fries and some ranch to dip Ooh, i like that you always have a dipping sauce i'm a big fan of any type of dipping sauce 
Mm-hmm. Okay, Ira, I have a feeling yours is going to be fancy. Oh, and it's definitely not fancy. <laughs> it's the opposite of fancy. But I do want to say the rookery, Billy Joe, is oh. a I can't believe I've never been there. Oh, oh it's great. Bacon. That is... You have to go several hamburger choices if you want a good burger. Okay. Yes. And they play live music after like five o'clock. Well, got to go then. It's great. <laughs> Downtown Macon is happening. It's it really good. is. It's surprising. All right. My go-to meal is simple. My, one of my favorite things and probably on everyone's top of the list is pizza. And so simple, easy, but the best pizza in Atlanta. And now I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So I'll tell you, I know pizza. And Antico Pizza in Atlanta definitely is one of the top of my list for pizza places that I would go to. And I would not be ashamed to tell people from New York, come and go to Antico Pizza. So if you're looking for pizza, anything, go to Antico. And and just, I want to give a a little bit of a plug for another, if you're looking for a family-style restaurant, good, wholesome, great food in Jackson, Georgia. I think I might have talked about this last time, Buckner's Restaurant. Buckner's is the place to go. Great food and great peach cobbler. I think, Carrie, you might have said it for one. Buckner's uh, Family Restaurant. Way to go, Jackson, Georgia. Is it served warm with cold ice cream? They uh, they used to just give you ice cream on the side. They didn't last time I was there. They didn't have ice cream, uh, but it is warm. Okay, done. It's absolutely warm. Amazing food, but I think they're only open Thursday through Sunday. So just check on that. Mm. All right, it's on my bucket list as well to to go there. Um, it seems like every time we come back, we're hitting it at the wrong time or on the wrong day, but we'll get there soon. <laughs> All right. And one category that I failed to include was seafood. And we did get a mention for Skipper's Fish Camp in Darien, where the wild Georgia shrimp are highly recommended. Anyone else feel strongly about seafood? In any- I do. I love AJ's Dockside um, at Tybee. Um, the atmosphere is great, Carrie. Meet live music and ask to sit on the back dock for a sunset that you won't believe. Good deal. All right. Anyone else? All right. Well, these are all great. I am starving I am to too. death. How, how are you guys doing? Day. Are you hanging in there? <laughs> How's everybody doing? My um, sugar levels have dropped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go eat somewhere. <laughs> Well, this is great feedback, and we do want to thank our whole team and everyone that we interviewed uh, for the program. Thank you so much for your feedback on the survey. Uh, I feel like we know Georgia much better, uh, from the Rookery to Mary Max to every other place, uh, Jay Moore's, uh, every place that we mentioned, uh, Dickie's. Um, you know, stopping at all these great restrooms. Bucky's, Dickies, Bucky's. I know it's just, Hey, you know, we can, we can find you a place. Um, most of all, uh, I know that a lot of our listeners want to get back out there and, um, hopefully that will be happening soon. 2020 was not the year, uh, for that clearly, uh, putting your safety and the safety of our childcare programs first and foremost, um, and being, uh, as they say, out of an abundance of caution, uh, 
and continuing to do our role and our job here across the state of Georgia. But aren't we all looking forward to getting back out there and yeah. seeing some of these folks? So uh, great show. Thank you to Carrie, Billy Joe, Ira. We will uh, we'll see you in one of these restaurants very soon, I have a feeling. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, Reg. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, my name is Sabrina Henry and I'm the HR operations supervisor. I'm here in College Park. My question is, what can the child care providers expect from this newest round of stable payments? Well, uh, Sabrina, thank you for your question about what we're calling stable forward. And um, bottom line is we are committed to sending out $871 million through our stable forward payments to licensed child care providers. And that application will open October 18th. These were dollars that were appropriated to decal uh, from Congress in order to stabilize child care because we know how hard hit they have been through the pandemic, but also how important they are. Um, as part of recovering from the pandemic and making sure that children have a safe and healthy place uh, to attend while their parents go to work. So just quickly in comparison, we've sent out about $165 million in three rounds of stable previously, and this will be um, continuous payments for about two years of $871 million, which we hope will um, definitely help to stabilize and um, get childcare on the right path for the future. And if you need more information, you can go to last week's podcast where Woody Dover was the part of the program, kind of explaining the early stages. This just opened up on October the 18th. So it's uh, still relatively early on, plenty of time for folks to get involved. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. There is uh, time and more information will be forthcoming. And we're building that website will be up and running where you can get more information there. And we'll continue to do webinars to make sure that providers know exactly what the requirements are and how to submit that application. Great. Keep watching decal.ga.gov and our social media as well. How about a chance at winning a nice prize and the decal download quiz? We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga. Gov. Here's the question. Who was number one on the survey question for best public restrooms? I think it's going to be a favorite in this podcast. Who was number one on the survey question for best public restrooms in Georgia? You can send your reply to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. We'll put all the correct answers together. Draw out one name and give away a prize from Andretti Indoor Karting and Games. It might be from Chick-fil-A, maybe Fernbank Museum, Georgia Lottery, Gwinnett Stripers, The School Box, Six Flags Over Georgia, Stone Mountain Park, Skyline Park at Pont City Market, Wild Animal Safari, or Wild Adventures Theme Park. Again, who was number one on our survey question about best public restrooms in Georgia. Send us your answer. You could be a winner. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.